All right, so today's daf is daf memtes. Sorry, I can't be there with you in person, but let us get going. We have a beautiful, beautiful daf. We're going to begin our daf with the Mishnah, getting back into the sugya of who is considered a mamzer, what type of relationship does a mamzer come from, and then we're going to get into some fascinating, that's going to lead us into some fascinating Agadah to Gemaras. Let us get going. Zok the Mishnah on Daf Memtes Amar Aleph Ezehu Mamzer. What is a Mamzer? What type of person is Mamzer? Emfred the Gemishnah. Kol She'er Basar Shubala Yavai. Divrei Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva's, again, the opinion that we learned earlier. If it's a lav, even if it's a negative transgression in the Torah, if it says in the Torah, you're not allowed to, the husband and wife, or the male and female, are not allowed to have relations with each other, any child that comes out of such a relationship is a mamzer. Shimonatimani, Aimer Shimonatimani says no. Kolsha Hayavan love kares b'dei shamayim v'ochsuk edvarim. And this is the halacha: a mamzer comes to the relationship of a chiyuv kares b'dei shamayim. Rabbi Shua Aimer, Rabbi Yudah says kolsha Hayavan love misa b'dei bez misa bezdin. All right. So so far, what we have is three opinions. Opinion number one is if it's forbidden in the Torah, it's a lav, it's a transgression. Kids a mamzer. That's Rabbi Akiva. The next opinion, Shimon Atimani says, it's got to be a chiv kares to make a mamzer. We'll see an exception, Bez Hashem and the Gemara, because we know, you know, uh, something to start thinking about already is that Abayol as Anida, person has relations with Anida, that's a chiv kares. But imagine if every child who came from that type of relationship, just a woman heading on to the mikvah, what that would do nowadays to Klal Yisrael, right? If, uh, if every child of Anida was considered a mamzer, that would be, that would be tzaris. But be it as it may, according to, according to Shimon Atimani's opinion, it seems that anytime there's a kares transgression, that makes a mamzer. And Rabbi Shua says, no, there has to be misas bezdin. There has to be death punishable by a court down here. Amr of Shimon ben Azai. Rabbi Shimon ben Azai says, I found in a scroll of people's yichas. Because of born, it says, in ish plenty mamzer ish. This guy was a mamzer. Born from... Uh, an affair that somebody had with a married woman, the kind of Rabbi Shua, which follows the opinion of Rabbi Shua, because a married woman is a chi of misas bizdei adam. The bezdin carries out a capital punishment. So you see, for the fact that it says that the guys are mamzer because of eshazish, that's what makes a mamzer. Okay, ishtoishemisa muter ba'achisa says the Mishnah halacha, which really is sp- sp- explicitly in the Torah, and that is if a person's wife dies. You're now permitted to marry her sister. You're not let her marry a woman in her lifetime, but once she, a woman's sister in her lifetime, but once she passes away, it's mutter to marry her sister. Gersha umesa, let's say he divorces his wife, and then she dies, mutter bachaisa, also he's mutter to marry her sister. Nises laacher umesa, mutter baachaisa. If she married somebody else and died, he's also mutter to marry her sister. If, his, if a woman who he was married to, Passes away at any point. You're permitted to the sister. Yevim taishamesa moter bachaisa. If you have Yevamu passes away, so until now, you know, until now there was a status that she was kind of like your wife. She was connected to you, but now she passes away. Also, you're permitted to marry her sister. Gavaldik chalatz la umesa moter bachaisa. Also, if you did chalitza, niseis la achar umesa. Let's say you have Yevama. You decide not to marry her, so you did chalitza, and then she dies, mutter ba'chaisa, as well, you are mutter to marry your sister, pretty consistent with the way that it was broken down just before by a full-fledged wife, we're just applying the same situations to a yavama, period.
Gavaldik, that's the end of the Mishnah. Zot, the Hilig Gemara. My time, what is the reason for our Mishnah? Again, three-way machlaikas, Rebbe Kiva. If, even if it's a, just a simple transgression, we'll call it already a mamzer. My taima to Rabbi Akiva. What is this Rabbi Akiva? It says, You're not allowed to take the wife of, uh, a man cannot take the wife of his father. And he's also not allowed to reveal the robe or the, the, the robe of his father. Which means, any robe that your father revealed, if, a, if your father had relations with a woman, then you're not allowed to have relations with her. Besavar law, Kareb Yehuda, and Rebbe Kiva also holds a like Rebbe Yehuda, the Omar, who says, Banusas of that this passage is talking about Anusas of someone who your father violated against her will, Dahavila Chavi Lavin, and Mamela, this woman is only usher as a Chayav Lav, Usamachle, Loyavi Mamzer Bekalashem, ah, so Smichas, yeah, one, the passage of Mamzer. It's near the pasuk of a woman that your father violated. So you see, it's a love that that leads to mamzerus alma. Um, alma, you see from here, mehani from this type of uh, forbidden relationship. Have a mamzer. You still get a mamzer. Okay. Well, Rabbi Simoi, the Mar B'Shar Chavu Lavin, the Lav Deshar, the Sheir, according to Rabbi Simoi, who says he includes Chavu Lavin for people who are not related. Well, Rabbi Yeshevav, the Rabbi Filu Chavu Yasei. So, what is Rabbi Kiva gonna do? Meaning, listen, you have smichas over here. Now, Rabbi Simoi says. That you're even a mamzer if it's a type of love where there's no she'er. There's no relatives. You're not, you're not uh, having relations with, you know, a sister or something like that. And the Rabbi Sheva who says, even by a chiyuv ase, where the Torah says, um, through, through a way of an activity, that you're not allowed to perform a, have specific relations. So they already used this pasuk. Now Rabbi Akiva's back to not having a source. What's he going to do? No, nafkulumi v'loi. Since as loi, loi makes it a regular lav, a negative transgression. And even if you're going to use v'loi knaf aviv to be referring to even other categories, still the word loi certainly, clearly, is, re- is referring specifically to a lav. V'shimonati money. Okay? Now shimonati money said that in order to become a mamzer, there has to be a chiv karis. In the relationship. Says the Gemara, why? He holds like the Rabbana, who says, is referring to a Shaymeres Yavam. Guess what? We're now dealing with Chaybe Krisus. Let's say like this you have a father who had relations against the will of a woman, and the father's brother dies without having any children. So now the father is usher to have relations with, um, this person is usher to have relations with somebody who's a Shemeris Yavam of the father. So referring to the kid, cannot be Megala the Kanaf, the robe, so to speak, that is even a Shemeris Yavam for his father. Have a mamzer. You see, specifically by Chavi Krisis, you're a mamzer. Beseder. So interestingly, we have Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yehoshua and Shimon Hatimani. I'm sorry, Rabbi Kiva Shimon Hatimani, both using the same pasuk to teach me what creates a mamzer. But depending on their approach, is going to be what their uh, you know what their 
psak halacha is, is it simply alive like Rabbi Kiva, or do you need kares like a shameras yavam of your father? The Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says in order to be a mamzer, it needs to be a type of relationship that's high of Mises, Bezdin, why? Lichtav Rachman, Le'yigale, could have said Le'yigale, K'nafav. Why do you say Le'yikach Ish? Yeah? Lamali, why do you got to say that? Adolav, Hachigam, this is what it means. Mi Le'yikach, Ad Le'yigale, Havi Mamzer. Any person that fits into the words of, it's not going to be a marriage. And Le'yigale, that's a Mamzer. Tzfei Le'yav a Mamzer. But anything more than that, or really it means more meaning if it's just kares or just alav, is not going to be a mamzer. Okay. Again, what is Rabbi Yeshua doing? Using the same exact pasuk, but the way that that pasuk is built is determining for us what exactly is going to be the psak halacha as to the creation of a mamzer. Amr Rabbi Abayi says, Fascinating statement. Ready for this? Everybody agrees. If somebody has relations with Anida, where there's a chi of kares, so you'd think Shimonati money is going to say mamzer. Valasaita and by a saita, okay, a person has relations with his wife who is a saita. Now we know once a person, a woman willingly has relations, um, an extramarital affair, she's forbidden to the boel and to the baal. She's forbidden to the person who she willingly had the affair with, and also she's now going to be ushered to her husband. But if a person has relations with his own wife, who's a saita, she'ena vlad mamzer, the kid's not going to be a mamzer. Now let's see why. Nida, there's a chi of kares. Why are we saying that the child's not going to be a mamzer if a person has relations with his wife who's a nida? Because the bottom line is, kedushin grabs hold of a nida. A man's permitted to marry a woman who's in a state of nida. Even when she's in a state of nida, she's still a love. She's still with him, upon him, the, the obliga- the, all the obligations of marriage. So you see that, that even though Nida has a chiyuv kares, it's different than other chiyuv kares. Other chiyuv kares, Kedushin won't even take hold. Over here, since it takes hold, we're going to say the child is not going to be a mamzer. Saita nami. And the saita as well. The reason why the child is not going to be a saita, the tafsiba Kedushin, is because Kedushin would be typhus. Okay? It would be typhus. So, since it would grab, again, yes, it's severe transgression of a Lamaisa, practically speaking, there is no Mamzeris coming from that. Tanam Yach, we learned by simile, I call Maidim Babala Nidavala Saitval Shemeras Yavam, She'ain Avlad, Mamzer, even on Shemeras Yavam, that the kid is not a Mamzer. Okay, what's a Shemeras Yavam? So Rashi explains very simply you have a woman who's waiting for the brothers to do Yibam on her, and while she's waiting and these guys are taking their time, she has, a, she, she has relations with somebody. And they have a child. The child that came from that relation is not going to be a mamzer either. Va'abaye says the Gemara, why? And, and Abaye. Now, Abaye said, if you're Bayol and Nida or you're Saita, the kid's not a mamzer. But he didn't give the case of the Brisa, which said Shemeras Yavam. He left that out. Why is he leaving that out? Answer the Gemara, Shemeras Yavam, Misaf Galei, Ikarav, Ikishmuel. Okay? He wasn't sure exactly. Um, what the halacha of a Shemeraz Yovam was, 
whether it's like Rav or Shmuel, Rav holds that if a man goes along and marries a Shomeris Yavam, remember we learned this earlier, if a man, um, and it's also going to come up much later in the Masechta, if a man comes along to, uh, and marries a Shomeris Yavam while she's waiting for the brothers, Rav holds the Kedushin does not work because she's too connected to the other brothers already. Shmuel holds it does work. Since we don't know who to pass like in that Gemara, Mela Abai left it out. Okay. Period. Gevaldik, two dots. Omar Rav Shimon ben Azai. Rav Shimon ben Azai says a fascinating story. He's teaching us right in the middle of a Mishnah. Right? You have a Mishnah with a big three-way dispute as to what creates Mamzer. And then all of a sudden in the Mishnah came along Rav Shimon ben Azai and he says, oh, by the way, I found a, a Megillah Yuchsin, a Megillah of Yichus in Yerushalayim. And it said in it, this guy was a son of a uh, woman who had enough, who, and he came from an affair of a married woman. Okay, so you see that you're, there, there's Mamzerus when there's Misas Bezd. All right, let's get into the Gemara. Tani, we learned. Shemanazi, Yemen, Shemanazi says, Matzos Miglos Yuchsim Yushalayim, I found Miglos Yuchsim Yushalayim, because of Bona said in it, Ish plenty Mamzer Meishas Ish. This guy, Yankel, is a mamzer from an Ashish Ish because of Bo, and he and now we're going to tell you some more of the story. You know what else it said? Another a second thing. Mishnah Rebelez ben Yaakov Kavanoki. Ah, Meridik. Whenever Rebbe Eliezer ben Yaakov teaches us something, you should know it's Kav, it's very concise, it's lined up, Vinoki, and it's clean. Rebbe Eliezer ben Yaakov. Didn't waste words. He was clear in everything that he spoke. And the Megillah Yochsen said, if Rebbe Lezbin says something, you could take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. You know that there was no issue there in anything that he says. Why? You find this very often, right? There's a statement they say in Yiddish. An empty pushka makes a lot of noise. A full pushka doesn't, right? You take a pushka that's got one or two pennies in it and you shake it around. That thing makes a ruckus. A full pushka, there's no room for it to move, right? So it doesn't make so much noise. So that's the, that's the statement. What's the message of that statement? Sometimes people who are the most empty make the most noise. They're always out there spreading all their shitas, opinions, and everything's going, yeah, they got, they, they're talking from today till tomorrow making news. People, when you're a full pushka, you don't need to make so much noise. You're a full pushka. Shitas Rebeliezer Ben Yaakov. The, the Mishnah, any statement of Rebbe Yaakov is Ka Venaki. It's concise, didn't overspeak Venaki, but that's how you know it's good to go, it's clear. Omar Rava, Rava says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ka Venaki, because of, uh, I'll tell you what else it says. Here's number three, ready? I'll tell you what else it says. Menashe Haragas Yeshai. A third thing. So you have three Allahs. Number one is that this guy's a mamzer because he came from Neshazish. Number two is the words of Blazbin Yaakov or Kavanaki. Number three is Menashe killed Yeshaya. Now, Menashe was a, a fascinating figure. He went through a stage in his life where he was a tremendous tzaddik. He went through a very long stage in his life where he was a tremendous Russia, and he ended off like that. And he, Lemaisa, killed his grandfather, Yeshaya. He killed his grandfather. And here's the story. Amar Rava. Rava says. Meidon dainin of a katlei. 
Menashe decided that his grandfather, who was a tremendous tzaddik, a navi, was chay of Misa, made Dandaini, he judged him, the Katleya then killed him. This Russia is going to be a big tzaddik now, and decide that his grandfather is chay of Misa, the tzaddik. Omar Lehi, how did this decision come about? Menashe says to his Zayda, he says, his Zayda, who's a Navi, Maisha Rabach, your Rabbi Maisha, not my Rabbi, not Maisha Rabbeinu, Maisha Rabach, your Rabbi. He's already separating himself from the Tzibor. Yeah, he's separating himself. It's not me. It's not me. Yo, according to your opinion, yeah, Maisha Rabach, Omar, God says, you can't see my face and live. But you, my dear grandfather, you prophesize, but you say, you said that you saw Hashem sitting on his throne. You can't see Hashem. Otherwise you'd be dead. So you must be a Navi Sheker. You must be a false prophet who's obligated in Misa. Yeah? Rishayim no one to become tzaddikim at the right time. And that's being sarcastic. Maisha Rabbachomer Maisha Benu says, who is like Hashem? Whenever we call out to him, Maisha Benu says, God is Baruch who listens to us. But you, my grandfather, who claims to be a legitimate Navi, you could only call out, seek out Hashem when you could find him, but he's not always available. Shir Navi Sheker. Maisha Rabbachomer Maisha, your Rebbe says, it's Misbar Yemecham Alei. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us that I will fill the days of your life. A person comes into this world with a specific amount of days, years that he's supposed to live. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you will live out your days. But you said, you told, you said that Hashem will add 15 years to your life. No such thing. No such thing. No such thing as adding years to a life. So listen to this. So he wants to kill him. Let's say kill his grandfather. Omar Yeshaya. So Yeshaya said, Yodana Bey, I know about him. Okay, so interestingly, he, if he said I know about him, he's obviously not talking directly to Manasha. See, he's saying this to himself. This is what's going through his mind. I know, whatever I answer him, he doesn't want answers. He already has his answers. He has answered. He decided what he's going to do already. He knows exactly what he wants. So no matter what I tell him, he's not, he's not being macabre. He's not accepting it. So therefore, if I do give him an answer and tell him why he's making a mistake, he's going to kill me anyway. You know what's going to happen? He's going to end up killing me. Meaning, at least now he thinks he's killing me because I'm a Navi Sheker. Otherwise, he's going to kill me anyway. Knowing I'm not Navi Shekhar, and he's, he's going to do the same thing. I'm, I'm a dead duck anyway. And my grandson's just going to be accountable. So Omar, Shemi Bola Ba'arza. See, you know what he says? He says, uh, listen to this. Yeshaya went ahead. He's Omar Shem. He said Hashem's name. Ibola, and he was swallowed up Ba'arza into a cedar tree. That surrounded him and protected him. Okay. Asul Arza. They came to the tree, to the Erez, Unisarua, and they cut it open. And when they got to the part of his body, Yeshaya's body in the tree, where was his mouth, he died. When Yeshaya was giving Musr to Klal Yisrael, he said, I dwell with people, I live with people who are Timei Svasayim, who have tummy dickle lips, and 
you know, he was saying that something negative about Klai Yisrael, and whenever somebody speaks negatively about Klai Yisrael, there's accountability for that. We need to be very, very, very careful. Beautiful message from this Gemara. To go speak negatively about a group, Klai Yisrael as a whole for sure, but even groups, a community, a this and that, be very, very careful. Even if it's Latayelas, huh? Nishpushit. <laughs> Not a Pashto thing. A tremendous Navi. Tremendous Navi. Said everything right properly, huh? but the Misa, he says something about Klai Yisrael, even when it was for their good, to an extent he's held accountable. Says the Gemara, the bottom line is that, that um, Menashe, when judging his grandfather, seemed to be correct. Even though we said, you know, come on, give me a break. Who are you? You're Russia. Like, who are you telling me about Islam? Says the Gemara, no, give me your tarots, though. Yeah, it seems that some of your shyest things do contradict the verses. Answers the Gemara. No. I'll explain to you. The era es Hashem. Yeshaya said, I saw Hashem. I called the Sokot Baruch who's sitting on, the, on his throne. What does that mean? Kedetanya. Like we learned in the Brisa. Kol anavim nistaklu ba'aspaklaryo she'inamira. All the other Nevi'im would see Hashem, see their prophecy through foggy windows, we'll call it. Okay? It's Aspaklai Shainamir. It wasn't clear. Windows that weren't clear. They were fogged up. Maishu Rabbeinu Nistaka Baspaklai But Maishu Rabbeinu was able to see it in a very clear way. So what Maishu says, Mika Hashem Lakin I'm sorry. Maishu Rabbeinu says, Ki layirani ha'adam vachai. What does it mean? Ki layirani ha'adam vachai. It's letting me know that the prophecy of Maishu Rabbeinu is different than the prophecy of any other Navi. Okay, he was clear, he was direct, and everybody else really was not able to, to see it clear. Okay, what about the next contradiction? Dirshu Hashem bi'imatsai. Yeshayo says, seek out Hashem at a time that he can be found, while Moshe Rabbeinu says, he can find him anytime. You know what the answer is? Not a contradiction. When you're davening as a yachid, then... Your tefillahs really need to be dependent on particular times that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates an added element of closeness. However, to daven with a tzibur, to daven with a minion, to get together as a kehillah, as a community, to daven to the Rabbani Shalom, that's any time HaKadosh Baruch Hu's available. Says the Gemara, by the way, Yochid Emas, when is HaKadosh Baruch Hu close when it comes to the prayers of a yachid? Amar Nachman, Amar Rabbi Baravua. Rav Nachman quotes Rabbi Baravua. Elu Asar Yom Shabbat Roshon Yom Kippurim. What we call the Aseres Yom Tshuva, the days between Roshon Yom Kippur in particular. Okay, fine. Says the Gemara. What was the third claim Menashe had against his Zayda, his grandfather, that he said was a contradiction from his prophecy in Moshe? Esmis Bar Yamecha Malei. I will fill up the years of your life. And I, you said, I don't 15 years. No, Tanoi. It's actually a machlaikas Tanoim. The Tanoi we learned in the Braisa. I will fill the, the, the numbers of your days. We now turn to tomorrow's daf. Elu Shanei Doirais. This is referring to the years of the generation. Okay? Meaning, Hakadus Baruch Hu puts us into this world. And there's an amount of time that people are supposed to live in this world. One person, one year. One person, five years. One person, 20 years. One person, 120 years. Zacha, if a person keeps the zchus, stays pure, he has merits. Mashlimim lay. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will allow that the years of your life 
will be lived out. But let's say you do not stay pure, and a person does avayris, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu could remove the years of your life. Divi Rabbi Akiva, this is the words of Rabbi Akiva. The Chom say no. It's not, the, it's not that if you have no avayris, you live out the years, and if you do have avayris, then you're taken away from you. No. Says the Chom, if, if you have purity and merits, you can even have a longer amount of years. You can have more years than was originally set up for you. A person who has a virus, taken away. They said to Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, you can't get more years. It's either living out the full years or we're taking it away. They said, what do you mean? I'm going to add 15 years to your life. You see, you could have years added to your life. Rabbi Akiva, how does your opinion stem with the Nevoah, with the prophecy? Omar Lehem, Rabbi Akiva said, What happened was incredible. Yeshaya gave Chizkiah, who he was talking to, 15 years of his, of, of that were originally supposed to be his full life. Meaning, he had a full life set up. And then he did Averis, it was taken away. What does it mean? So, so what does it mean? I'm sorry. You're going to get back the 15 years that were already supposed to be there. But it's not more than what was originally planned. Omar Lahem, Rabbi Kiva says, And he says, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove to you that's the way it was. Shari Navi The Navi got up and he gave prophecy. There's going to be a child born to the house of David. His name's going to be Menashe. And Menashe wasn't yet born. So you see that Chizkiah's years were not yet done when he was already sick and he needed this statement brought out, this promise brought out of 15 more years. So he says, bottom line is, says Rabbi Akiva, the way that the verses read are more mashma, they seem to imply more like me, in that the 15 years weren't 15 additional years to the original plan, rather, it's 15 years getting back to the original plan. The Rabbanon, and what about the Rabbanon who say that no, they were actually added to the original plan? He says, Miksiv be Michizkiah, does it say that you're going to have a prof, uh, that that um, there's going to be a child Yeshio coming from Chizkiah? No, Lebeis David. It just means Lebeis David. Ibi Chizkiah Nayla. So it could have been from been born from Chizkiah. E may Inish Achrina, or it could have come from an Inish Achrina, another man. Last piece of Gemara as we end off our parak and make a siyum on this Helige Helige uh, parak, the 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 fourth parak of Yavamas. Says the Gemara, We said if a guy's wife dies, um, or she gets she divorces her and she remarries and dies, or you're Yavama. Says the Gemara, Omar By the way, This is Pushit. That last part of the Mishnah, you should know, is simple dimple. Because we know, you read the Pasuk in the Torah, it says, You're not allowed to live with a woman who's the sister of your wife in her lifetime. But once it's not her lifetime, it's permitted. Hence, we already know this. It was unnecessary. Hadron Allah Chachaylitz Liavimtai. Hadron Allah Chachaylitz Liavimtai. Hadron Allah Chachaylitz Liavimtai.
tremendous, tremendous mazel tov to everybody who finished the fourth parak of Yavamas. Bez Hashem will be zeichet to pick up together with the fifth parak of Yavamas tomorrow evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.